I want to introduce you today to a friend of mine who's one of the reasons why I'm not just hopeful but optimistic about the future of the world and our country. This is Michael Ware. Michael, thank you for joining. Good to be Us. with you, John. Yeah, really fun. good. Michael is an extraordinary guy, uh, a prolific author, including Reclaiming Hope, uh, which, among other things, tells the story of your experience. He was, uh, I think, one of the youngest White House officials ever in the Obama White House, working on faith-based initiatives. Um, is now the head of Public Square Strategies. Yeah. Uh, and a deeply devoted follower of Jesus and highly impacted by Dallas Willard. Mm. Um, we're walking through right now re radical goodness restored to the soul, mm. which is a hard thing for the political arena to do, but yeah. deeply connected with it. So to start with, Michael, say a bit about your faith journey uh, and in particular how you encountered Dallas Willard and, and how has that impacted the work that you do? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, great to have this conversation. Uh, so I, I mean, kind of quickly, I grew up in... Uh, Buffalo, New York, in a sort of big Italian Catholic family, but never sort of... Hey, hang on uh, one second. My daughter's just walking by us right now. Laura, you want to say hi? No, I We're don't. We're taking... I need some more coffee. Okay. Save some for me. Too and, bad. I felt Laura was a really good friend of Michael's, but she yeah. just blew you off and threw you yeah. under I the mean, bus. Unbelievable. Wow. Uh, uh, but... Uh, well, she she has she has a busy life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's an important person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so um, I I didn't take faith all that seriously. Wouldn't have considered myself a Christian until um, I was fifteen. A lot happened, but the main thing was um, I, someone handed me a tract of Romans, uh, and I read Romans, and wow. it changed my life. And, wow. Uh, 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 for a while, I thought, well, now I need to go to seminary, become a pastor. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, I had a pastor in my life who said, Michael, look around. There are uh, Christians who aren't pastors. And I thought that was a, that was like a keen observation. Some of whom are watching yeah. us right now. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I went, I was interested in civics. I went to D.C., um, ended up uh, meeting Barack Obama when I was in D.C. and, and, and worked for him. I was... Uh, and so fast forward, I'm working in the White House mm -hmm. and my first meeting is with uh, an organization called International Justice Mission. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, so uh, Gary Haugen, Gary Haugen mm -hmm. uh, runs that organization. He's a he's a great friend. Now, then I was just getting to know him uh, and he sent to my office uh, Divine Conspiracy. Uh, oh my goodness. And it sat on my bookshelf for six months because I didn't know who Dallas Willard was. And yeah. I thought, what is Gary doing? <laughs> I'm working, you know, 80 uh -huh. hours a week and he's sending me books. Sending like, me this book. nothing better yeah. to do than sit around and read it. Um, but uh, I, my, my pastor back home in Buffalo wrote a blog post mm -hmm. recommending people read Divine Conspiracy. And I thought, okay, if, if the head of IJM and my pastor back home were telling me to read this book. And I read it and it was like a... Uh, a second um, spiritual awakening yeah. in my life. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just opened up a whole new horizon for me and mm -hmm. thinking about what life with Jesus could be like. And uh, uh, and since then, I've been drinking deep from the well of, mm -hmm. of, of, of Willard and um, uh, as so much so that, um, you know, it's, it's hard to... Uh, you know, tell where my thoughts, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, begin and, and his end. Yeah, 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 I'm familiar with that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 
So uh, we're thinking right now about this topic of uh, the fact that there is radical ruin and a lot of us have difficulty dealing with that. Uh, difficulty acknowledging it educationally, culturally, politically. It's not often acknowledged in our day. And uh, there's a sentence, a paragraph in here I want to read. And then I'd love for you to reflect on it, both in terms of the political arena. I know part of what you're interested in is how do you bring the thoughts and spirit of somebody like Dallas into the public square? So how would uh, these thoughts impact that square? And then how do they affect you working in a place like Washington? So here's the paragraph. This is on page 65, Renovation of the Heart. When Jesus says that those who find their life or soul shall lose it, he is pointing out that those who think they are in control of their life, I am master of my fate, I am captain of my soul, as the poet William Ernest Henley said, will find that they are definitely not in control. They are totally at the mercy of forces beyond them and even within them. They are on a sure course to disintegration and powerlessness of lostness, both to themselves and to God. They must surrender. What would Washington look like if people who led in that arena lived lives of death to self and surrender? And what are the barriers that get in the way of that? Yeah. so a few thoughts. So first, this idea of disintegration, I think, yes. is absolutely key. Um, in in allure of gentleness, uh, uh, Willard offers this like really uh, radical thought in the context of Christian apologetics, mm-hmm. and he says that we ought to, um, when when we're sharing uh, uh, the way of Jesus with others. Um, it ought to be done not in the spirit of winning an argument or trying to sort yes. of beat people into submission, mm-hmm. but as an act of loving service. Yeah. Um, and it's radical to hear that in the context of sharing the gospel, because yes. so often we share the gospel to win to win an argument. In you, you take that approach of loving service, and you mm-hmm. say that Christians ought to. Uh, their approach in public, in mm-hmm. politics, ought to be one of loving service. Yeah. And it's just like people people malfunction, you know, <laughs> like they, they just... They, they, they have no box for that. Christians don't have wow. a box for thinking about... Because I think often the conception is politics is the corrupt area of life that we either ignore or we sort of play by the world's rules there to secure some possibility of being Christian in our private lives. Yes. Um, but but a lot of my work is thinking about how we can be integrated people in all aspects of our lives, yeah. including the political. Yes. And for me, that means we enter politics not just out of self-interest, not just pursuing control, which is so much of what our, our politics is right now, which is people going to politics to try and maximize sort of their control and and therefore disempower others. Uh-huh. Um, yes. And, uh, and <laughs> we <laughs> both laughing because there's a dog barking. You may not be able to hear it. And Laura has just crept past the room. Laura, if you could shut that dog up, we would all be grateful. It's pretty funny. It's a good move. All so, right. For a small Yorkie, that's a lot of noise. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. A, Dogs always that Yeah, that's a lot of bark. Um, and so, um, and so, 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 um, uh, can we see politics as a forum to will the good of the other? Yes. Not just uh, 
a place for conflict and antagonism so that we can be Christian in our personal lives. Yeah, yeah. And even a barking dog reminds us we are not in control. That's right. Indeed. We are not in Indeed. control. Yeah. And we're seeing that now with COVID in so many other yeah. ways. Um, one mm. last question, Michael. What about for you? You live in a place and you're trying to bring an influence into a sphere where power, image, control, uh, uh, antagonism, um, the, the deliberate desire to believe badly about one's political opponents mm. is rampant. How do you seek to follow Jesus and practice death to self and surrender in that arena? Um, so part of what it looks like is recognizing that some tools in the political toolbox mm -hmm. uh, are just off limits for me mm -hmm. and other Christians. Like there, there like, are, there are way there. Um, I mean, de demon, I mean, right. The, um, the demonizing, most opponents. demonizing opponents, yeah. um, uh, uh, telling, um, uh, Telling a story that oh if you if you just pass this policy uh, yeah this over, it'll over, be completely over, solved over promising over promising ultimatizing the yeah. penultimate um, uh, it's the, one of the easiest ways to sort of raise support raise uh, raise uh, money in the political space is one of two things you could say uh, uh, give me your support and I'll I'll pass this legislation yeah. in the next eighteen months or you can say uh, uh, give me your support and I'll hate the people that you hate. Oh gosh. Um, wow. And we want to take those things off the table from the start. Now, now what that means is that that's a, that's a sacrifice. There are people who will say, well, that's just not feasible. Yeah. Um, uh, but we want to take those things off. Another thing that we've talked about, John, over the years is this idea of, um, which is Dallas's, uh, uh, of, uh, uh, of gentle non-cooperation with evil. Yeah, I love that phrase. Um, and how can we, um, I think so often in our politics right now, we see an injustice um, and we use that injustice to justify um, uh, the, the most destructive responses possible. Yes. So what, what does it look like to see evil? Um, and just, I'm not, I'm not gonna take part of it and I'm not gonna let the evil sort of draft me into just oh. another expression Michael, of evil. Michael, yeah. I hate to do this, we gotta stop. Let's do it. This has been wonderful. I'd love to talk with you some more yeah. sometime. Yeah, I would love that. To it. So yeah. today, do not ultimize the penultimate. There's a phrase I bet you've never heard before. <laughs> and offer gentle non-cooperation with evil. Recognize in your sphere, whatever that is, what are the tools in the toolbox that are off limits to you as a follower of Jesus, where you will surrender and die to self. Uh, and then let's pray for our country. Let's pray for Michael. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. You can join the conversation and more by visiting becomenew.me slash subscribe.